0: Welcome to the weekly Nintendo News Roundup Live. Each and every Friday night, the All-In crew breaks down the week in Nintendo news. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to tonight. None of, the news might be the least you know, of our of our worries tonight. We have other things to get to tonight, my friend. Uh, how are yes, you doing? Yes, sir.
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Really excited coming into the, the big Christmas weekend. I got some stuff going on with my family this weekend. I got my shopping done uh you know the day before as is tradition uh but yeah i mean uh got a lot of gifts and you know we even might have another gift for somebody here in just a moment but uh how about you my friend how are you doing well just got in good. from a walk a little bit ago and we uh nice. you know
0: we we it's a, it's a beautiful day outside nice kind of crisp winter air outside we're you know we're, we're feeling good we're here hanging out with the folks I wish live I were on youtube.com oh yeah yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's like a uh, high sixties, you know? Um, so it's still warmer than it should be three days before Christmas, but
1: that that's a cold advisory in Florida. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's, <laughs> we've had some cold days, but it's very up and down. Like, uh, tomorrow it'll be in the low fifties going into next week. It'll be in the high twenties, you know, so we're all over the place. Um, but, you know, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about the weather here. What's going on? <laughs> we, we need to uh, get into more important matters than the weather, Eric. Um, Very the true. Way we, the way we kick off our show, uh, each and every uh, show here, I got distracted because my neighbors across the street, I'm sure the mic picked that up. They just, like, they've got the loudest car on planet Earth. So, <laughs> you know what? That, that It is what it is. Um, well... But Anyways. in terms of
1: weather reports, we got to shout out the people who bring sunshine to our hearts.
0: Oh, I like that. Uh, yes, we need to shout out our patrons at patreon.com slash podcast. Big thanks to all of you who support us over there. With apologies for my neighbor's very loud car, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's thank our golden banana bunch like Rob Yaple, Sean, Sean Baggins Ashton, Tim A, A.K. Neo Prime Thirty Three, A.K. Nintendo Dad Number Four, Matt, Shy Guy, City Murray, Phelan Ward, Bill Tucker, Marcus O'Neill, Liam D, Gamer, Jason, Andrew Wilkins, Foolish Fuji, Alan hashtag Look to the Cookie, Patrice Millette, and Solo Something. Big thanks to our golden banana bunch. You can join over there at patreon.com slash all in podcast. Seven day free trial to the Golden Banana tier. Get a ton of exclusive content and a lot more. Like, check it out. Again, it's free. Seven days. Join their ranks. But moving into our Triforce tier. I need to thank Josh Vaughn, the godfather of Tingle Love Tuesday, John, Datfast Cummins of the Retro Logic Podcast, as well as the On Topic Retro Podcast, the Globe Jet Set Nintendo Hub and Sparky of the Nintendo Hub, right here on YouTube. Adam Caparello of the Retro Groove Podcast, Shy Guy, the other half of our Shy Guy mod squad. Thank you, Shy Guy. Danielina Hosa, Dan and Luma, Bowza, the keeper of the hugs and the legend himself.
1: The Cat Five patron himself. Uncle Randy.
0: A, little, a hurricane reference?
1: <laughs> a little Florida Christmas hurricane? Cat yeah. five? Yeah. I like it. I That's what it. we see more than snow. It's been so long since yeah. I've seen snow living down here, man.
0: Uh we uh we'll get snow every now and then, um, over here, but it's not a
1: lot. It is rare. Yeah. When you hear white Christmas down here, they're probably just referring to the drug trade out of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh,
0: yeah well anyway big thanks to our patrons we appreciate yes. y'all very very much uh exclusive content dropping there every single week uh put out a video essay this week that patrons yes. got um yes. so y'all can y'all can check that out it'll go live here on the youtube channel for the public on monday on christmas day um but again you don't have to wait you can get over there and get the free trial and watch it right now so do that Uh, Links are in the video description if you're watching us here on YouTube. Um, Also, just a quick PSA. I'm going to be doing a stream on Christmas Day. Uh, I'm going to be streaming off and on all day Christmas. We're going to start off the festivities here on this very YouTube channel. So if you find yourself uh, alone on Christmas Day, you can come and hang out with me and we'll have some some sweet hangs, play some video games. I think I'm going to start things off with some Born of Bread here on the channel and we'll see where we go from there. So nice Um, yeah shout outs to that Uh, another quick bit of housekeeping Uh, there's a link in the video description for this as well but you can still vote on the golden aces uh golden aces are happening january 5th and voting is still live do that so only take a couple of seconds uh pop in there get your vote in yes and uh, do that Quick and easy. You can
1: vote on literally every category mm-hmm. that we have in the Golden Aces this year. It's not just a community's choice. You can literally vote on every single category this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's our that is our uh, our annual award show, and you can be a part of it. So uh hit that link in the video description and make your voice heard. But Uh, I think that's the only bit of housekeeping. We do have one last matter to attend to before we start talking news. Um, What
1: could you possibly be talking (laughs) about?
0: Yeah, Eric. Eric's got, for those who aren't watching us on video right now, a physical copy of the IM8-bit limited edition Neon White for the Nintendo Switch. And Eric decided to spread a little Christmas cheer uh, this year and give that copy away.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing game. It was up for quite a few Golden Aces last year. And this isn't exactly something that you can find in any mom or pop store. This is, you know, these are very hard to come by. And I'm sure that uh, we have a lot of community members out there that would love to see this on their shelf and would love the opportunity to play this fantastic, fantastic game themselves. So I thought, you know what, why not? Let me spread a little Christmas cheer and uh, hopefully we can get this to a good home right now.
0: Yeah, we're about to, we're going to, we're going to draw it. Um, the way you entered into this giveaway, we did it on Twitter and um, we also, you know, we, we did this, uh, this giveaway the same way we did our last one. Actually um, you, all you had to do was uh, uh, reshare, you know, share the post, um, rate us on your podcatcher of choice, five stars and uh, you know, and screenshot it and show it to me so that, cause otherwise I can't verify that you've done it. So um, we also made sure this is U.S. only for this giveaway um, because Eric is mailing a physical copy of the game. And we did our last giveaway. We did U.S. and Canada and Eric mailed something to Canada and it was very expensive. So we decided (laughs) more
1: expensive than the item itself.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's like, let's just go ahead and, uh, and make this one U.S. only. So apologies to anybody who you know, might have whatever submitted into the giveaway and didn't realize that didn't read the, you know, the rules or whatever. I did put it in there. Um, but you know, th- that, that, that's what we had to do for this one. So this is only for us. Um, but I do have a wheel picker locked and loaded with, uh, all of our entries here. And, uh, yeah, it's
1: all <laughs> that, ready to go. That looks, that's fantastic. I love that. So yeah. for those listening to the, uh, for those listening to the podcast, the audio version of this, Seth actually has pulled up right now an actual like pinwheel, wheel of fortune style with all the different entries on it, and I assume it's just going to spin and we're going to come up with uh, with one of the names on this thing. Yep,
0: yep. We're going to spin it. It's going to hit a name. Uh, I think you might even be able to hear it when it spins. It makes a very satisfying noise. Oh, nice. uh, when it spins, this won't probably come through on the podcast, but if you're watching the video, I think you should be able to hear <laughs> this. So, uh, we have it all in there. Um, and then just for ease, like I've got the Twitter handles if the if the Twitter handle is different from what they have displayed as their username, I've notated that in there as well. So, uh, best of luck to everybody. And again, thanks so much to everybody who submitted, who rated our show. Uh, we try to do these giveaways as often as we can, and we really yep. appreciate everybody who, um, who who sent in those those reviews. It really does help the show a lot. If you listen to us on your audio feed, that's um, a very if you like what we do, it's a very quick and easy way to show your support for the show. Um, it helps us get up on the rankings. So, you know, big thanks to everybody who who did this. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you're ready, I'll go ahead and spin yeah. it.
1: Let's do Let's it. No whammies, right. no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Can you hear it? Can you hear the Oh, spinner? yeah. I can. Nice. Oh, yeah. I can definitely hear it. I
0: love that noise. I love that noise. All right. What do we got? Who is it? Dude. Wow. Ma- Maurice, my guy, has won this giveaway Also won the last giveaway we did. Do you remember that? Oh my God, he did. He, he also won the Mario wonder giveaway that we did. So Maurice, my guy is just, y'all saw it. It was totally random. I spun the wheel. Maurice, my guy is making out like a bandit, man. So big congrats to Maurice, my guy who, uh, who won again. I mean, I guess we already have his address. We, (laughs) it's already there.
1: Easy. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? That's actually crazy. Like you guys all saw it. That was, there were a lot of different entries on that list. There were 20, over 20
0: entries that were on the wheel. And Maurice, my guy came up again after already winning the pass giveaway. So, hey, congrats to you, Maurice, my guy. You need to play the lottery, my friend.
1: Apparently, like you guys can check out, if you're listening to the audio, you can check out the video. Like we (laughs) did it legit. We did (laughs) it legit wow yeah that's nuts
0: no kidding i mean we like literally on uh let's see yeah october 28th it was our, it was the mario wonder giveaway he won so uh yeah i guess like again we already have is i guess we just send it to him <laughs>
1: just, congrats maurice my guy <laughs> wow that is nuts a little yeah. christmas magic in the air i guess but Holy yeah congrats boy. on that we'll be in touch obviously uh, <laughs> he probably had no clue. It was like, there's no way I'm winning two in a row. But I guess you know, I'll I'll put in. I've I've already done the review. I'll we'll go ahead and put in. You know, you did it.
0: Goodness gracious, well done, Maurice, my guy. I wish I could be that lucky. Uh, so True yeah, story. congrats. Enjoy your copy of Neon White. It is one of my favorite indie games ever, and uh, I'm excited for for you to play it. Definitely make sure when your copy comes in, make sure you tag us on uh, on Twitter yes. and. And we'll share it around and everything, and uh, yeah, cool to cool to have a little little neon white this Christmas, you know. The, I, I think it's a, a neon, neon white, white Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Let's go, let's go. Yep. I knew you I saw
1: I saw exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> all right,
0: well, with all that out of the way, Eric, let's hit some of this news. Um, speaking of uh, Christmas,
1: I will what say do you think? just just very quickly, it's not really necessarily Nintendo related, uh, but you know what. From a release standpoint, this has objectively been the best year in the history of the industry. However, from a developer job standpoint this has been an incredibly difficult year for a lot of people and mm. certainly with everything else going on insomniac did not need to deal with this mess for the past week so all yeah. my thoughts are going out to insomniac honestly i hope whoever did it i hope you get caught and i hope you rot in jail you're a piece of garbage for for doing that huh. i mean not I even just rot in
0: jail but i i
1: think you know i
0: think that uh they should be well, punished appropriately yeah
1: well, it's it's not even about the the game content. They released personal information mm-hmm. for yeah. many of the employees and many of the contractors at Insomniac, which is a like a top tier piece of garbage move. So, you know, I, apologies to Insomniac for for having to deal with that this past week. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. I mean, definitely. I um, you know, there, and there's yeah, there's so many. I mean, this is you know, the the industry's been in a rough spot this year for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, just kind of, uh, you know, let, I mean, there's like, there were layoffs that happened like today, you know, these things are, these things are, you know, it's, it's just one bad story after another, but, uh, in the world of Nintendo, at least, um, we do have a few things to talk about tonight. Uh, I think first and foremost, some details on frosty fest, finally, (laughs) which, uh, yeah, which was announced, I think like a month ago and, um, they didn't like. They said they were doing it and they showed like the, um, the gear that they were going to be giving out for it, but um, yeah. they didn't say what the actual event was. And, um, and now we know, we know when it's going to happen and we know the three teams.
1: Yes, we do. It's going to be, you know, the standard kind of Splatfest format and the three teams for this year's frosty fest, which is taking place January 12th through the 14th. The, the idea is actually kind of lovely how do you like to spend your holidays with friends, with family, or just flying solo? And I I got to say, I specifically like the the key art they have for the solo yeah. option. It's like this little octolane with its tentacles kind of curled inward, a nice cu- uh, hot cup of coffee, looking like it's enjoying a spa day or something. I just, I really dig that. It's very, very cute.
0: The the artwork that they do for these is always good, but this is a particularly good batch of uh of Splatfest artwork. Yeah, I um this is a cool one. I I don't this is a weird one for me because I don't really know where I fall on it. Like I kind of have my toes in all of these this year in particular. Like my family doesn't celebrate Christmas anymore. My family's Jewish. Um, I am going to be by myself this year cause my wife is out of town. So I'm also kind of in the solo camp, but I'm going to be streaming and y'all will be watching me. So I'm also kind of spending Christmas with friends. So like, I don't
1: know, I don't really know where I land on this one. Well, even in and amongst the, the artwork that I just mentioned, I also really appreciate the fact that they're saying it's like, yeah, it's, it's. There's no shame at all. It's perfectly fine to be yeah. spending the holidays by yourself. There is nothing wrong with that, especially if, you know, that's, if that's your thing. So, you know, some people have their friends, some people have families, but some people just, you know, they, they want to do their own thing. I'm very familiar with, with that. I spend a lot of my life just kind of doing my own thing and I have I certainly have, have no shame for it. So friends, family, and solo, I really appreciate Nintendo specifically pointing out how doing your own thing, how flying solo for the holidays is a perfectly acceptable and even normal way to enjoy yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep.
0: Agreed. It's a cool one. They also released this uh this little like greeting card. Um, Which was kind of cute, which features, like, the the, the really good costumes for Shiver Fry and Big Man. Yeah. Um, Because this this really, I mean, this is happening early in the new year. This isn't timed for Christmas, specifically, so... Not even really um,
1: timed for New Year. It's happening in the middle of the month,
0: yeah. It's, like, two weeks after New Year, yeah, so... I mean, they're kind of leaning into that more than anything, but like, you know, uh, Splatsville is going to be decked out with the snowman and stuff like that. So um, it's going to be cool. I, I don't know how much of this I'll, I'll actually engage with, but I am looking forward to getting the gear and I do want to pop yeah. in and just like take in the sights of it, you know, at least.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I am I love the fact that they're still doing, you know, like Splatoween and uh, Frosty mm-hmm. Fest and they're really, you know, they're really They've added a lot of stuff and they've done a lot of stuff with Splatoon 3 since it released. And I hope they continue to because, honestly, I think they're doing a better job than they did with uh, in a lot of previous cases.
0: Yeah. So. yeah, I would agree with that. I am looking forward to it. But uh, this mm-hmm. was a big surprise, Eric, um, that they announced. Or, so we we just had the uh, what we thought, anyway, was going to be the final piece of DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, We had every reason to think that. We thought so. We thought that was going to be the last thing, but they shared this week that there's actually an epilogue coming in an update next month uh, where I don't really know exactly what this is, but it's kind of a pleasant surprise.
1: Yeah, so we had the two pieces of DLC, the Hidden uh, Area Zero Part 1 and Part 2, the Teal Mask, the Indigo Disk, Uh, We just got the Indigo Disc recently, uh, and we thought that that was just kind of it, that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was content complete. But no, they are actually adding another final piece of content next month, as you said, Seth, an epilogue to, you know, just basically tie a bow on the whole thing. And we've said it ad nauseum. I don't want to dwell on it, but... Had the game been in better shape, I would be a lot more excited about this. I haven't actually engaged with any of the DLC yet, but, you know, surprise content is still really nice. If you have the, uh, I'm pretty sure this is free with the season pass. So if you already have the season pass, this is going to come at no additional charge. It's going to be a free additional download. So Again, that's nice. Another little present to throw under our collective Nintendo Christmas trees. And if you're still enjoying Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, if you're still out there doing all the terror Raid battles, and you know you're out there engaging with all this DLC, I'm sure this came as a really great surprise this week. And it is, admittedly, despite the continued issues with the game's performance, it, it was still nice to see. I think so too.
0: And and it for me, like once I saw this, I was like, I think like once it's all said and done. I think I'm just going to go in there and just play it. You know, I've got major, major issues with that game. I think it's disgusting the way they've handled that game. But like, you know, there is something in there that I really enjoyed. And I think that like, if they had the time to make that game, it would be one of my favorite games in the entire series. And, you know, I haven't heard anything really particularly good about either one of these two DLCs, Um, but I kind of just want to see what they're cooking. Like, I kind of just want to, like, get in and say that I, I did experience the totality of Scarlet and Violet before <laughs> I wrote it off. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Once this epilogue is out, it comes out on January 11th. They do make a disclaimer here at the end of the trailer. Hang on, I'm going to pause it. To play the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero epilogue, you must complete a certain post-game event in Pokemon Scarlet or Violet, and you must complete the main stories of the Teal Mask and the Indigo Disc. Makes sense it is an epilogue yeah. after all so uh makes sense and they are also um they show on screen here they're releasing a bundle uh physical bundle that is going to have the games and the uh the expansion pack in there as well
1: so yep so the yeah. the final version of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet the game will be you know we said it uh, last week or the week before but Next month after this epilogue, it should be content complete. And hopefully, I mean, I think you and I can write off this game ever really being the version that we always hoped it would be. No. But at the yeah. at the very least, I'd like to think that the Pokemon company has a lot of lessons learned at this point. Uh I hope w- so. W- when they look back and when they go to Gen 10.
0: We'll see. I mean, um, I mean, look, the, the reality of it is, is it's already been a year with no new Pokemon game. So if they have, if they do give their development studios a little bit of extra time, I truly think that's all they need. I don't think it's a lack of creativity or passion. I think it's just, you know, give them the time to cook and make these things the way they want to make them. If they release just like that, the the rumored like gen five, uh, or sorry, is it? Yeah. Gen five remakes black and white. Yeah. yeah, Um, Gen five
1: is next on deck for remakes.
0: Yeah. So like if they do that next year and if that is next year's Pokemon game, I'm fine with that and just, and let them cook until, you know, literally 2025 for the next mainline entry and make it good. I'll be a okay with that personally.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of developers that don't have the luxury necessarily of taking time, Mm -hmm. but the Pokemon company is one of those developers that can absolutely take its time with these games. We've said it before on the show, the Pokemon IP is the most profitable IP in the history of the human race. The Pokemon company can take their time on subsequent games. (laughs) And I hope that they've learned that lesson with generation nine and Scarlet and Violet. I still really enjoyed the games. I did, but I can't, I absolutely can't sit here and defend the, the performance state. This was something we noted during our review. And even though they explicitly said they were going to fix the game, that has not happened. Nope. And it won't. And, um, you know,
0: I (laughs) like, and it's funny to me because the argument that a lot of people make is like, well, they have to do it this way because otherwise, how is the the merch and the trading cards? How like, like, dude, they make the rules? This is their IP. They're not beholden. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, yes, I have like I have created this structure for myself, and now I'm a victim of the own like structure that I've created for myself. Well, how about you change the structure? Like, how about you change things and you say, hey, like we're taking a year off guess what? We're taking a year off. I understand that means you make less money, but it means you make a better thing. It means you make better art for it. And it means that your employees are happier too. Cause yeah. the people at game freak, they're taking all the flack for this. It like, it like it has not been a good experience for anybody other than the people who are profiting, you know? So uh, I don't expect that any of that will happen, but in a perfect world, it would.
1: Yeah. Um, and Pokemon, so. I mean, especially now that Ash's journey is complete, Pokemon has been absolutely killing it with these short form animated projects that Just they've keep been doing. That. Absolutely killing it. Just keep doing those. You don't need to mm-hmm. create some new main series that needs to continue to keep pace with Scarlet or Violet or Gen Ten or whatever's going on with uh, the next generation of games. Whatever this new series is with these new characters that are following, it, like, like let them have a season or maybe two. Sure, but like these these short form projects that you've been killing it with, you know, do more of those and just kind of let the main games, the core games cook long enough so that when they are finally, truly ready to come out, sure. You can have a bunch of cross promotional merch and, you know, the TV shows and what have you like this. I I don't feel like this is a difficult thing to do in terms of, you know, Structuring things long form Especially when you already have Winning formulas that you can fall back on
0: Yeah Yep well I didn't mean to get us on this negativity yeah. tangent yeah. For Pokemon Scarlet and Violet but You know in any case the, the story is It's because uh, we belong. love it so much And we want to see
1: the best version of it
0: yeah, I do too. And and I know that there's also the counter argument of like, well, it's for the kids and the kids don't care about it and blah blah blah. But I and I do think the Pokemon has like a, a very hard task of appealing to everybody and also, you know, being as successful as it is. Like I get it, but like when when you are the premier entertainment IP on planet Earth, you you are held to a higher standard. That's you just true. You star. Yeah. So okay.
1: Well anyway. But, speaking I mean, of a... But ahead, when you put please. out a good enough game if you put like if you spend enough time and you put out a good enough game you wind up in the variety 500 Seth
0: there you go yeah that's right yeah speaking of uh, of recognizing um, you know positive things here we did get some Nintendo names recognized in the variety 500 um, this was I really just wanted to shout this out because you know they they put Shintaro Furukawa and Doug Bowser in there again this year they've yeah. both been in previous years but specifically this is really cool they put um, for the first time ever the director of Tears of the Kingdom Hidomaru Fujibayashi uh, recognized in the variety 500 I've got the uh, variety's little blurb here uh, about Fujibayashi. They say, "quote It's hard to find someone more essential to the success of the Nintendo Switch than Fujibayashi, who currently directs new mainline games for Nintendo's The Legend of Zelda franchise, working in lockstep with I.G. Aonuma, its longtime producer, who directed several of its flagship titles." Fujibayashi first worked on Zelda through several handheld games developed via Capcom before joining the company and directing 2011's Skyward Sword for the Wii. Fujibayashi then held a command of March 2017's Switch launch title Breath of the Wild that delivered instant success for both the game and the console. Six years later, Tears of the Kingdom did it again. The first Nintendo price tag to hit seventy dollars. The May release exceeded expectations from critics and gamers alike, with more than ten million copies sold in its first three days. By the end of September, sales reached early uh, sales reached nearly twenty million, making it the ninth best-selling Switch title since the console's release. And Tears of the Kingdom later won Best Action Adventure Game at the Game Awards. End quote.
1: Shout out to Fujibayashi,
0: man, deserved. <laughs>
1: Not a company executive, not a CEO or an executive vice president or a board of directors or anything like that. A video game software director showing up in the Variety 500. I do think that this is nice for the sake of those few people out there who still have this archaic notion that video games are still just a kid's toy or they are not as legitimate of an entertainment medium as books. TV, movies, uh, etc. And I think this was a great statement from Variety. Obviously, like you mentioned, uh, the Nintendo president appears on there again, but, as, uh, but especially with Nintendo being such an amazingly global uh, company as it is, having the CEO of that company appearing on the list isn't necessarily a shock, especially as a repeat uh, appearance. But having a a software director up here on this list, I think is a big statement from Variety.
0: I think, yeah, I agree. And I think it shows, um, I think, I think it showcases that um, artistry of video games of like, these are made by people, not just people who represent a company, not just, you know, Furukawa or Doug Bowser, you know, who are, you know, like, like I, they, they both do great things for the company, of course, but they are company men. They are the higher ups. They are the presidents. They are the suits. Right. So to have Fujibayashi be recognized, somebody who is in the bullpen leading an army of people, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, think it's really cool to, to recognize shouts to mute dog, the gamer here in the chat. Hello, all in peeps, just saying hi, vacationing in Florida right now. So there you go. Nice. And Eric's,
1: and Eric's neck of the woods there. Nice. So yeah, very cool
0: but i do think thought.
1: that and this could you know this is me taking something to the nth degree obviously sure. but uh just doing something like that a lot of the people who look at that list a lot of the people who actually take stock and put some weight behind the variety 500 are other executives are other companies looking to further their own brand and when they see people like that on the list they think to themselves huh maybe we should consider video games as an outlet or maybe as a uh, a potential you know source of cross promotion that we can work with so that's when you've got like that's how people like illumination start working with nintendo that's how people like universal studios start working with nintendo so you know the more that not even just entertainment executives Appear, But actual software directors, the more those are put front and center and the more that those people are shown to be a lot of the the movers and the shakers within this industry, a lot of other big companies are going to start to look at that even more as ways to collaborate with Nintendo and other video game companies. So, you know who knows what's in the future. Maybe we have Nintendo themed sofas. Maybe we have Legend of Zelda themed grilling implements. You know, maybe we have, uh I mean, who knows? The sky's the limit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, shout out to Fuji Byashi, who's been with this series for, you know, decades. Um, yeah. You know, he stepped into the director role again with Skyward Sword, but I mean, he has been, you know going back to the capcom days the oracle games minish cap um, he is he's been with zelda for a long time and he's uh, he's very important key figure that uh, a lot of people don't think of or talk about when it comes. And he also is the kind of steward of these kind of like stranger ideas. I feel like with Zelda, he has talked about like in Breath of the Wild, he wanted to have the Minish in there. There's concept art of like Link being able to shrink down, and mm-hmm. you know, and he wanted to work that kind of stuff in. He he was kind of the the person behind the the concept of the Minish and Minish Cap, and you know, I just I I like him a lot, and it's cool to see him getting getting his flowers here. So. Shout yeah. outs to Fujibayashi.
1: Very nice. Anuma may have been the one played off at the Game Awards, but Fujibayashi was in the Variety 500.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he, I'd have to rewatch the footage. He might've been there, but they only allowed two people on stage at the Game Awards. And fair enough. They don't want people yeah. You yeah. Know, getting into crowds. But it was, so it was just Onuma and his translator. Um, so, but, but I, I want to say Fujibayashi actually might've been there sitting next to Aonuma. Um, but in any case, congratulations, uh, for making it onto the variety 500 and, you know, not to take any shine away from Furukawa and Doug Bowser. It's been been a banner year for Nintendo. So. Yeah, Um, but yeah, special shout outs to Fujibayashi. Well, we do have uh, a little story here. This is real quick, but I just wanted to hit on this because I found this interesting. Um, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD has been officially rated by the ESRB as of this week. It is unsurprisingly rated E for everyone for mild fantasy violence and in-game purchases. Um, that's also not that surprising because it is it is bringing back the Dark Moon multiplayer mode um, and there was DLC for that. So I don't know if they're going to be charging money for anything or if it's just going to be listed separately or what, but this is going to have some measure of DLC. And while the game is currently slated just vaguely for summer 2024, the fact that it has already been rated by the ESRB means that the game is effectively in its effectively final stages. Done. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Um, now, what they did, a lot of people don't even remember. This is exactly what they did with Luigi's Mansion Three. Post launch, they added a lot of kind of weird multiplayer. They added multiple multiplayer kind of game packs and little cosmetic packs. So that tells me this is exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing with this game as well. They're basically going to take a lot of the multiplayer aspects that they that they brought into Luigi's Mansion Three with DLC and just kind of translate those over to Dark Moon. I don't know how different it's going to be because, I mean, from a gameplay perspective, Luigi's Mansion 3 and Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon were, I mean, functionally identical. It was mostly the settings, the puzzles, and the situations that, that were different. But the Poltergust, I mean, you you had Gooigi in Luigi's Mansion 3, that's sure. the biggest difference. So I don't know what kind of carrot on a stick Nintendo has to make these make the DLC, make the multiplayer and Luigi's mansion 2 HD enticing. But I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what form that takes. I'm also curious about the release date. Um, I think that whenever this thing's coming out, I think we're going to hear it. I think we're going to get a hard release date of the February direct. Um, And, you know, it's currently slated for summer, but Nintendo has been known to release things earlier. Um, We've had a few, I mean, Xenoblade 3 was released months earlier. It was like initially slated for September. They released it in July. In July, yeah. So like if, you know, if Nintendo has something ready to go and they find a better place for it to fit into their timeline, they are not opposed to just going ahead and throwing it out there. So I would not be too surprised if we get to the February Direct and Nintendo says, hey, actually, you know, it's coming out a little yeah. sooner than we originally said. Yeah. So, who
1: knows? And this is something that we've seen Nintendo do a lot over the Switch's lifespan. Uh, I mean, very veiled, Like, even going back to episode one of All In, we learned about Paper Mario the Origami King a month and a half before the game release we learned about uh, stuff like Metroid Dread and Warrior Wear get it together just a few months from their releases so this is this is a pretty common MO for a lot of Nintendo development teams i would imagine just for that sake just for that case is to have these projects uh and just throw them into the calendar wherever they fit the best as opposed to showing something super early and then racing to meet expectations to meet a deadline mhm
0: yeah. Yeah, so we will see. Um I'm going to be very very curious to see where this lands. But we did have a little uh, surprise announcement from Nintendo in terms of a free little holiday update for F099, the Frozen Night League.
1: <laughs> that is adorable. Oh my yeah. lord, I absolutely love that. If you're listening to the the podcast version of this, these little F0 cars with their little googly eyes and reindeer horns, there is something Kind of disturbing, but undeniably adorable about that. I think they're supposed to be those things at the top are always there. I think they're supposed to be
0: like, like cannons or jet engines or something, but the reindeer horns are the the big addition. Um, these are like the the sort of like bomber cars that you can take out, you know, on the the field and uh, you can get some boost for it. But yeah, this Frozen Night League, it's a limited time event going until the 16th and essentially they have made like frozen versions of some of the tracks where it'll be snowing, uh, the whole thing will be covered in ice, the backgrounds will be icy like you see on screen if you're watching on the video version and um, these reindeer guys will be out on the track and there will be little patches of ice that yeah you, that, that you'll be like slidier on um it's a cool event uh there is some exclusive uh like badge icons and artwork and stuff that you can unlock by playing it um so that's going on now i've been dabbling with it and having some fun with it so check it out if you're an f099 fan it's a cool update oh here you go these are the these are the icons and things that you can unlock so yeah pretty nice cool.
1: Yeah, a uh, little frozen lightning bolt, a little what looks to be like a an empty fuel tank. You got a snowflake in yeah, there. Yeah, that's like the so- border.
0: That's like the border of your uh, player icon. Is yeah. that thing you can get like a frozen one? Yeah, and then like a white wintry
1: background. Yeah, very
0: cool. Yeah, most of it is. Most of it's basically just like play a bunch of races. Like if you <laughs> just participate in you know frozen races, and you unlock
1: the vast majority of this <laughs> stuff. That that's. So. The- <laughs> The double edged sword of this, the almost problem with this is Nintendo explicitly said that they were done with big content updates for this game. And I would still say that this is a fairly significant update to the game to the point where now I'm kind of excited and interested in what Nintendo has next month. For this title, it's like if if you don't think this is a significant update, I do. Now you've actually got me excited again about future content for this game. So I hope Nintendo didn't, you know, doesn't accidentally shoot themselves in the foot by by setting expectations too high and then all of a sudden not having anything left.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's more of an expectation reset than anything. For for me, I'm just kind of like, oh wow, like all right, like like we're getting stuff like cool, like you know. I um it's it's a pleasant surprise. I uh, I thought it was cool, and I'm glad they're doing it. It's got me. I mean, like I've been pretty spotty with F099. And I'm not playing it every day, and and the player base is dwindling. Um, yeah. for the game, uh, yeah, we, you know, people have started to fall off. Um, it, it does take a couple minutes to kind of get into a game, whereas when the game first came out, you're getting right in. You know, um but uh but but still it, it is it's a great game, and I do like jumping in there, and stuff like this is a great reason to uh, to jump in there, and if you're an NSO subscriber, the game's free, so yeah. like might as well play it.
1: But I mean, this is the strategy when it comes to these free service games, when it comes to these free to download types of experiences, that's how you get people. This is exactly what Fortnite has been doing for years. This is exactly what a ton of other games like this have been doing for years. You continue to drop, you know, little content updates like this. You continue to support the game and that keeps people coming back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is a tried and true strategy. Um, Absolutely. real quick, before we hit notable releases and say goodnight, I just want to give a quick PSA for anybody who maybe has not noticed. Um, there is currently a sale, like an end-of-year sale on the eShop, and it's crazy. I just want you all to know nuts. that. Like, just go on your eShop and look at your wish list. I don't know about you, like 90% of my wish list is on sale.
1: <laughs> so. The holiday intense. sale, that. The, the holiday sale this year specifically feels like it's it's particularly bonkers. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's that's half off or even more.
0: Yeah, so check that out. But uh, let's hit these notable releases, my friend. You talk uh, talked a little bit about Terra Nil uh, on the main show that launches yes, tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned tomorrow to hear more of Eric's thoughts on Terra Nil. Um, but that came out this week,
1: and I know you've been playing it. I have. Yeah, a little interesting kind of almost reverse RTS with uh, or from Devolver Digital, rather, instead of uh, using resources and building armies and taking on other enemy factions. What you do is almost like you're coming in after all of those armies have have made the, the, the terrain a wasteland. You're coming in. Uh, maybe that's just my own head cannon, but you're like you're coming in <laughs> after all of these armies have destroyed this earth and these 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 environments and you're returning life you are making you are bringing life back to where there was none and it's it's really really cool it's a really interesting uh, take on the genre. And again, that's available right now on the eShop. I recommend checking it out. Look at the, the trailers, look at the, the pictures. And it's a game that I've been specifically waiting for to come to the Nintendo uh, switch for quite some time. I was enamored with this game way, way back when I first saw the, the trailer for it and just hoping and keeping my fingers crossed that it would eventually come switch bound. And sure enough, this week it did. Nice. Well, again, uh, tomorrow's episode of All In,
0: Eric talks uh, a little bit more about the game there. So tune in for that. We also got uh, two new Humongous Games releases. Uh, We got Pajama Sam 3 and Freddy Fish 4. (laughs) Both came out, uh, which is cool. So there's a lot of these now on the Nintendo Switch. Apparently,
1: yeah. Like, I, I was really not familiar. I saw when the first kind of wave of these dropped. I wasn't super familiar with these franchises. They... I, I guess they were just after my time or whatever, but like how many of these are there? There's they just lot. keep I mean, showing if, up.
0: If you did not play a lot of PC games when you were a kid, you might've missed these. Cause like these were huge, like in the, you know, sort of early to mid nineties, huge, um, you know, pajama, Sam spy Fox, you know, like there's a lot of the, the backyard baseballs and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of this stuff. Um, these kind of like, Kids games, you know, these are point and click adventure games. Many of them like Pajama Sam was like created by Ron Gilbert and Dave Grossman from the Monkey Island guys, you know, created Pajama Sam. Um, So, you know, there's there is pedigree behind these games. They're like legitimately good point and click adventure games. Um, And now the vast majority like putt putt like all these series are now on switch. So pretty cool um you know and i think they're pretty cheap too you can usually go in and grab them for i think just a few dollars Um, that sounds right yeah yeah pretty cool uh speaking of games that are not very expensive i want to shout this out 20 minutes till dawn um released uh it's been out for a little while on steam and mobile but it released on switch this week this is a vampire survivors light um Sort of uh, experience, kind of that, that you know, vampire survivors, wave-based, a bunch of monsters coming up at you, and you're killing them all, and it's just, you know, dopamine-inducing. Um, that came out this week on the Switch. The big thing with this is all the characters are supposed to be very, very different build-wise. So that's what they sort of tout on the eShop listing. That's kind of what they talk about uh, with 20 Minutes Till Dawn. So I'm excited to uh, to check this one out. This is only, just like Vampire Survivors, is very inexpensive. This is, I think, less than $5. Um, and it looks cool. And it had, you know, a, a positive reception on, like I said, Steam and Mobile. And it's out now on Switch. So check it out.
1: I'll have to check it out. Have to check it out. Mm-hmm. I've obviously been spending a lot of time um, with Vampire Survivors, a lot more than I really really should have been but we'll see
0: yeah yeah well i think that's it for the notable releases uh just a quick reminder again uh vote on the golden aces golden aces of january 5th get your votes in again links are in the description and uh also reminder uh we do have a zelda video essay going out publicly on monday but patrons have it now and i'm going to be streaming um on christmas day so there there's some some stuff
1: happening For us as well, but I think that's it for the news beautiful yeah let us know what you guys are up to this holiday weekend let us know what you guys are playing if you're playing any of these new releases or if you're checking out any of the amazing content that's been released over the past month which we actually go into in quite some detail in tomorrow's episode of all in a nintendo podcast but whatever you guys are up to let us know reach out to us on facebook on twitter at all in podcast make sure to check out our amazing amazing discord community we would love to have you over there and in addition to that that make sure to follow link subscribe all that good stuff to us right here at youtube.com slash all in podcast if you're here watching right now and you haven't already go ahead click the link click the bell the subscribe the notification all that good stuff you guys spend enough time on youtube you know exactly what you have to do to make sure you never miss a video from your favorite nintendo content creators but in addition to all of that content that we create seth did you know that we actually create exclusive content for those patrons we shouted out earlier? I, I would hope that I know. Wouldn't that be
0: crazy? I'm like, no, I didn't know that. Yes, of course. Of course I knew. Lots of exclusive <laughs> content at patreon.com slash all in podcast. Uh, head over there, see which tier support works for you. We got three tiers over there. You can get a seven-day free trial to the gold uh, golden banana tier and check it out. Again, my video essay is live there for patrons right now. So even at the dollar tier, even at the free trial tier, you can check it out and don't you don't have to wait until it goes live on Monday. And there's exclusive content going up there each and every week. So big thanks to people who uh, who do that. Uh, again, we have merch, bit.ly slash all in merch. Uh, there's also, if you're watching on YouTube, it's down there below the video. Um, and yeah, if you listen to us on the podcast feeds, uh, those reviews are appreciated. Big thanks to everybody who reviewed the show um, to get into the giveaway. And uh, congrats yes. again to Maurice, my guy.
1: So Again. <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> again. So, yeah. But thank you guys for hanging out with us, spending part of your holiday week with us. And I will just go ahead and say right here that uh, we have a couple more ideas for new ways and new venues of content that uh, you can engage with all in starting in the new year uh, details to come next week. But to all of you out there who have become patrons, a massive thank you to all of you, to all of you legends who have dropped words and added reviews, especially all of you over this past week who put up new reviews for our giveaway. Huge, huge thank you to all of you, to everybody who has picked up a piece of our merch at bit.ly slash all in merch, and to any one of you out there who has even just shared our content across this vast internet of ours. To each and every one of you, I would like to give a wintry namaste
0: namaste it's been the news folks again uh vote on the golden aces the uh, the link is in the description hit yes, that link get your that. votes in january 5th the golden aces are happening um again christmas stream christmas day i'll be here on the youtube channel uh if you want to come and hang out would love to have you
1: um christmas stream, oh christmas stream. Oh, <laughs> yeah. come out and see seth play games
0: Yeah, there you go. I like it. Um, And then, of course, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, the brand new episode of All In and Nintendo Podcast drops. Kind of a Christmas episode. Um, We're doing an indie showcase on Sea of Stars. Finally. Uh, now that Eric's played it, we finally... It's, I think, the longest indie showcase we've ever done. It's like an hour and so. length. half. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We, so we, we really get into it. Um, and then we're doing the, uh, the top five Nintendo characters that embody the spirit of Christmas, uh, which was a suggestion from one of our great community members and Triforce Tier supporters, Josh Vaughn. So big thanks to him for that idea that we sat on for like a year, but we're finally doing it. Um, and we're also providing a bit of a guide through the free holiday updates that we have just been inundated with this holiday i mean we put together a list of some 20 25 games um that have received free content updates over the course of this holiday season and we're going to walk you guys through it and uh, hopefully provide a little bit of a guiding hand through the the winter
1: storm that's not even (laughs) including frosty fest that's right yeah, that's right. So,
0: uh, fun episode. Drop in tomorrow. Be on the lookout for that. Links are always in the description for the podcast as well. If you watch us on YouTube, that goes up every single week. Uh, yeah, again, like and subscribe before you head out. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, have a happy and safe holiday with your families. Go out there, take care of yourselves, you know, exercise, eat some fruit, be happy, be merry together, you know, and um stay safe. Don't, you know, don't get iced in or anything like that. Be no, safe. Don't get iced Play in. Play games.
1: Merry we'll Christmas, go. everybody. We love you. Yeah.
0: Bye. Bye guys. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.